Welcome to episode number 138 of the Keep Up Podcast, where we use our forks better than the rest of you. does one use a fork better than another? So yesterday during dinner, I was observing everybody I was eating with. I'm going to be honest. I didn't expect a full story answer, but I'm excited. Everything I say, there's a story. I should know that by now. Okay. So you're Um, eating dinner. Yep. So I'm consuming. I'm going, Mm -hmm. delicious, yum food. Yeah. As you do. Uh, Yeah. That's just how you eat. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was looking around and I noticed at least with the three people surrounding me, we all held forks differently. Oh, weird. Uh, and so one was my cousin, yeah. our cousin. One was our mother. Yeah. One was me. Yeah. And then uh, cousin's boyfriend. Yeah. And I was shocked to see that. <laughs> <laughs> the observations. That, that our mother mm-hmm. held it differently than me. How did she hold it? She, how, well, how do you hold it? So I should get a fork so I can demonstrate. Well, so, so like if I'm holding the fork, so I'll lay my index finger on the back of it. And hold it with my thumb. Yeah, like, so like, the points are curving towards the table. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, the fancy way is what I call. It. That's okay. why I think I hold it. That's better. how I do it too. You, 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 uh, uh, you support the neck of the right. fork, and then while you get like stabbing it into whatever <laughs> victim. You're like die, yeah. <laughs> but but with elegance, right? You know? With elegance, yeah. yeah. Um, but mom holds it. Um, like just her gripped fist. She's got the whole grip around. Wow. But then Sabrina, our cousin, she holds it. And I can't even explain how it works, but it's like, imagine the forks <laughs> flipped the other way, okay. and she's gripping it, but her finger's on the front part, and she, like, digs in. The front part? Can't even explain. I was like, what are you... She, like, curves her hand, and then her knife, she, like... I, Dude, I cannot explain what to in you. the world? It's something... So... Here's a fun thing for you guys to do is yeah. when you're eating, observe yeah. other people use the forks. You gotta. Because it's 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 kind of like chopsticks in a way where people like just kind of learn and then the way they do it is how they do That's it the rest of their lives. It. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I, I don't particularly remember our parents teaching us like, hold the fork like this. Like yeah. you just kind of, you know to pick it up, you know to stab things. And then from there, I think you develop right. your method. You figure it out. So, okay, here's one for you. Yep. A friend of mine hit me with this the other day. You don't really eat steak. He the 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 um, example he I don't know why I'm stuttering so much this morning. I apologize, dude. It's nine thirty in the morning. You know what happens at nine thirty in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> this this stutters. Um, so <laughs> he, the steak was the example he used. But yep. let's say you have a big piece of chicken. You have a knife and a fork. Yep. What's your process to cutting and eating? So it would be the fork in. Yep. Knife to cut. Yep. Pull apart. And then what? How do you get it into your mouth? Fork into mouth. Fork never leaves your hand? Yeah, I don't think I ever put it down. Okay, we had a room full of people, yep. and at least half of them cut, mm-hmm. switch the fork to the other hand, because it's their. so they cut with their dominant, uh-huh. but then switch the fork t- over to their dominant to then stab the now dismembered piece of meat yeah. and eat it that way. So, the- so there's an extra step for them rather than just cut and eat. Oh, so they do it backwards initially and then have to switch? Yeah, they'll put like their, yeah, yeah so their yeah. dominant hand, they'll have the knife yeah. and use their non-dominant to like okay. balance or hold the hold down the meat. Right. Keep it know? in place. Yeah. 
Uh, do you do that? I don't. I couldn't remember. So I don't think so. I think I do what what you were saying, where you support the back of the fork. Yep. Right, and you hold it down, and then you cut it. Yeah, because then... uh, thinking of it right now, my the fork is in my dominant hand like the whole time. You know, I don't think I ever see mine is not. Oh, I keep the fork in my left hand. You're you are a lefty, yeah, so we so actually hold it in the same hand, same way, which yeah. is funny. Um, but yeah, I think the whole time because I will like be. I can't cut with my left hand. I'll end up stabbing myself. That's I have no weird. control. No, no control. control. <laughs> just my non-dominant hand is so non-dominant. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's I think that may be a skill of a lefty. Like I'm more ambidextrous because I've Maybe. had to learn a lot of righty things. Yeah. Nothing was worse, and I may have said this before, but in uh, elementary school, this was. I want to say first or second grade, I was in the special program called Read 180. Okay. And because I was stupid, it didn't read well. Well. I'm better now, so maybe good. it worked. I'm proud of you. Read but 180. Hey, re- thanks, Read 180. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by Read 180. <laughs> Dude, if Read 180 is still around, I'm going to burn it down. It was it, it was so... There, there was like a reading portion of the day where we were supposed to read books. And instead, I would go to the separate classroom and be there for an hour with a bunch of other kids. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was it was awful. Um, because it was like speed reading where you would do the speed, uh, the read 180 program on the computers okay. and then you would switch over to another group where you would like write down words and practice writing and all that stuff and then switch to another group and it's like a reading circle and you Dude, all read. What? So it was like speed learning, I guess. And you had to do that within an hour. So it was like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes on one, 15, 20 minutes on the other, 15, 20 minutes on the third uh, not activity. Yeah, activity. There Reading you go. Reading engagement. Yes, and so for the uh, computer portion, yeah, uh, my teacher absolutely refused to let me use it left-handed. She was like, "You can't like use the mouse." That's what I had to use. And what she was like, "You can't," because to her it was too difficult to move the mouse around the computer to the left side. Dude. So she was adamant. <clears throat> so she was older. So I think it might have been part of like the older ways. You know yeah. how in like religious schools, if you were left-handed, they would like smack the lefty out of you. Perform an exorcism. (laughs) Be like, get the demon, (laughs) chop the hand off, you're free. So I think she may have been like kind of left over from that age. So I learned. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, okay, we'll just push you into the next one. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I guess it was the best time to teach me because I did learn to use my right hand for for more things. But the computer mostly, I'm very like... I don't think I could use it left-handed now. Which is interesting because I have like a, a handful of people I work with will just switch the mouse because now, you know, wi- it's wireless. So you just oh, literally yeah, you put it, it on wherever. the other side. Yeah. So a lot of people will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's so funny that it was like, I'm not moving it to the left side. <laughs> You're crazy. But she had a hard enough time with technology anyways. Yeah. So. She was, like I said, older. But um, yeah, so what is this dominant hand? I was trying to think how I got there the first place. Yeah, but. it was uh, how steak and computers are similar, I think. Right, yeah. It's like you got a steak at. on the table, you got a computer, <laughs> and it's like they're the same thing. You can you can plug in some things into right. a steak, and you got television. Welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where... <laughs> Uh, I'm Brett and Tim is Tim and that's me. We talk about all the things that we consume, be it media or food. And sometimes you get a seven minute story right, right from the jump. Dude, I love that we're seven minutes we're in. Seven minutes in. Time flies when you're talking steak. When you're talking steak. Or forks or whatever. Uh that's gross, honestly. 
Yeah, you hate steak. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I do not like it. I it's not like not a, a vegan vegetarian thing. No, it is not. No, it is. Just... No one is responsible for the death of more chickens than you are. <laughs> <my friend. laughs> I will. I will take that honor and run with it. <laughs> Me and the Colonel, we got good times going. <laughs> He's like my number one. He's dead, but in he in is, heaven, yeah. wherever. Do you think the Colonel's in heaven? I don't know, man. If you kill enough chickens, do you get like? VIP access to heaven or you go straight to hell. What's what's the story there? I was talking to um the kids recently and we were uh toying with the idea that every bug you've killed lives in your home in heaven. That's and we were talking about nope. how and Simi was like, Oh my god, mom would have so many spiders and centipedes. <laughs> Because Rach always... What a nightmare. I know, dude. We got centipedes <laughs> at our house. She's always killing them. And I was like, I don't know. They might all show up. So I immediately I immediately just pictured Colonel Sanders with a house full of chickens. <laughs> like a, so many chickens. Like he can't even move. He's just... <laughs> it, his house is chickens. That's incredible. I mean... <laughs> Does it count if he's not directly related to the deaths of? I imagine he didn't like just kill a million chickens. Yeah, that's also make... funny to imagine that he's responsible personally <laughs> for the death of every chicken. He's like, no, ever... I'm doing this. I'm the colonel. I'm killing the chickens. Uh, no, I just like the fact that like he gets to the afterlife and it's like, listen, man, like you're not gonna burn for eternity or anything. It was nature. It's the food chain. Yep. You do have so many chickens though. <laughs> it's so... like I, I don't know. You can't, you can't kill them because they were all dead here. <laughs> So you're stuck with them. (laughs) They've been waiting for you, and you've already killed them. So uh, there's nothing left to do. Enjoy. But speaking of centipedes, I have another interesting story. Going right into it. Okay. I just don't like that the foundation of the story is centipedes. centipedes. Luckily, it's a little better than that. Okay. So, geez, what was this? Two nights ago. Yeah, that sounds right. uh, (laughs) Were you here? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> two nights ago, yeah. uh, I am on Discord with a bunch of friends. We're playing, um, speaking of Colonel Sanders, maybe that's where I got the idea. We were playing the Colonel Sanders dating sim. I'll talk about that in games okay. because it's incredible. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so we were all playing it together. Once again, I'll tell you in games why. And so I'm sitting there in Discord, sitting in that chair over there, yep. just chilling. It's and a good looking chair for you listeners. It's very, It's. Uh, I think it's called Racer Vaughn. Von Racer, Von I got Racer. that. Yeah. Victor Von Racer. That's what it's called. I like it. Um, so I'm sitting there in the chair, la, 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 la. As you do. And all of a sudden, my leg gets this like little cold wetness. And so my initial thought was, oh, it's just Oscar rubbing his face against my foot. Right. Who is a cat? Just who is a cat? Yeah, not know. just some man <laughs> that sits in, sits in my room, and he's Oscar's like... Oscar's the wet-nosed man that hangs out in <laughs> Tim's room. <laughs> he's like, Tim, I'm hungry. Wipe, wipe, wipe. Not he, now, Oscar. <laughs> go back under the bed, you <laughs> I freak. I just going to say, get under the bed. <laughs> so oh, no, it is my cat. But yeah. then... I observe Oscar is sleeping on my bed. That's an uncomfortable moment. That is very, and it makes me think of one of my favorite uh, uh, scary stories where uh, a girl is, she's like laying in bed or hanging out in her hand. Something keeps something lick- licks her hand. Yeah, and yeah. she thinks it's the dog, and then the dog walks in the room, and it's, uh, it's such a good story. But anyways, so I'm sitting there like, what's going on? Yeah. What's, what's this? So like in typical horror movie fashion, uh, my eyes slowly pan to my legs, and I see this huge lizard this 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 <laughs> yellow spotted lizard yeah and i'm like what is this and so i get that if you've seen uh you know some ghibli 
or Ghibli films, uh, when they get like shocked in the movie, you'll see from their toes to their head, they get this like shake, this yeah. like shudder. Yeah, yeah. So that's totally what I did from the toes up. I was like, whoa, like <laughs> just shocked. But I didn't, I didn't like jump or like kick it or whatever. I was yeah. just like, it was that body shake all the way up. And I was like, what is this? And initially I thought it was poisonous because you see a, a black and yellow spotted lizard. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm going to die. Um, But it's slowly just walking past my leg. And so it was licking my leg or something because its mouth was like right where, where I looked. What? And so it's just walking through my room and I was like, okay, I got to get this out of here. And Oscar is notorious for like if there's mice or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. that's any kind of movement, he'll destroy it. He'll mm-hmm. play with it, whatever he does. So I'm like, okay, I got to get it before Oscar sees it. Luckily, Oscar was passed out on the bed. Nice. Um, so I get a lid to a Tupperware and uh, you know pick it up and bring it upstairs. It's and on your leg at this point. No, it's off my leg. Oh, okay. It was okay. just like it, it like brushed against my leg, but it was like licking my leg. It was like, oh, a nice snack. <laughs> Because it's what I don't know what it was doing, honestly. But so then it started walking by, went under, through under my bed, and it's so hairy under my bed that it came out and it looked like a dog. Like it, <laughs> it was completely because it's skin. It's like it's got sticky, oily yeah. skin. So, uh, so I brought it upstairs and I was like, "Mom, I got a friend." <laughs> and so we put it in the sink, and Mom's like, "We got to get the hair off." So we start washing it off, and um, it, this whole time, everyone on Discord's listening. You know, I have I think it was like six or seven oh, people you're on Discord. That's funny. Yeah, because yeah. we were all playing that game. Yeah. So. Uh, so everyone's like, you got to show it. You got like, everyone's listening to the saga. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I, I put it on and start showing everybody what he looks like talking about it. Yeah. And, uh, and then one of them, Ashley, she was streaming and she got raided by 22 people and she was sharing my footage. <laughs> so every, so we had at least 20, if not more people watching the saga of this. So it was a salamander, what it ultimately oh, okay. yeah, yeah, was. Yeah. A yellow spotted salamander, which uh, we learned a lot about it. It's, I bet. It's indigenous to uh, like ponds and uh, uh, like lakes and water, sources okay, of water. I Greeks. guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because I'm like, why is it here? I've never in my entire life living here or even New Hampshire have seen like a lizard or salamander. I've seen snakes, yeah, but I haven't typically seen those. And it came from over there, so it either came in my room from the basement around over there, or it came from over there somewhere. Yeah, I don't think there's like a hole or no. Anything I don't over think there. so either. That potentially. Yeah, the closet has some potential like holes because it's just like an unfinished like. For for reference, we're in a basement in a finished room, but there mm-hmm. are portions of it that like. Like Tim said, the closet is unfinished, so there could be something there, but I feel like it had to have come in from the basement. It would only make sense. It was pouring all day, and so maybe it just, like, flew in from... Oh, it was the really rainy day. Yeah. Oh. Or it rained all day. Yeah, maybe he slid in here. How was, big was it? Like I would say, like, maybe this big-ish. The, bigger than your phone? So, yeah, bigger than my phone. That's a big boy. It was pretty solid. Hold on, let me show you a picture. Um, yeah, so I was very, let's just say, surprised... What did you do with him? Um, so I brought him. Where are my pictures? Oh, these are all crash. There he is. Dude, check him out. He's pretty long. <laughs> That's sick. Um, so I have a little uh, mom posted pictures, and I have a video um, that I haven't been through yet. But um, so yeah, I ended up bringing him upstairs. We like uh, mom wanted to get all the hair off, so we sprayed him with water, and he was all like, he was good. He loves water. He was sitting there drinking it and swimming in it, so it was all good. Yeah. Um. So we ended up just bringing him outside. This was, by the way, at uh, like twelve thirty at night, one a.m. Wow. Pretty late. So yeah. um, I ended up uh, just walking him outside. Like I put him in a little uh, Tupperware and brought him outside. 
and I just was like, be free, buddy, free Willie. <laughs> and so I, uh, yeah, just let him go and haven't seen him since, but it was in the front yard. Since. So we were thinking to bring him down to the pond. Yeah. Um, but it was just too late. We weren't going to run down. Yeah. Here you go, bud. Fend for yourself. Good luck. Man. <laughs> so that's it, cool. It was super, it was interesting. Did you name him? Uh, I kind of. What'd you kind of name him? Well, mom named him Sally. <laughs> I called him Charizard. That makes sense. That, so we don't know what the name was ultimately. But Salazard. Salazard. <laughs> that's a villain in Resident Evil, Salazar. Okay, that's what I was like, wait a second. That <laughs> just triggered something in my brain. <laughs> There's something deep in the back like, of my head. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Which is a pretty cool name for a salamander. It is. Salazar. Salazar. Mm-hmm. That's his name now. You're welcome. Yeah. It was It was uh, a very interesting night. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> Well, if that's not an ending to a story, I don't know what is. Uh, I have, you have technology. I do have technology. Let's go into technology. Bingus! Technology. Technology. We're here in technology. So my life for the past week yeah. has been consumed with nothing but Twitch. I know. Dude, Dude, our our <laughs> podcast, we've slowly, like, we talk a little bit about Twitch, yeah. and then I'm like, yeah, streaming, and you're like, ask me questions. You're like, oh, I tried it a little bit. As I'm listening through the more recent ones, we're going to end up just talking about it's, Twitch. It's the Twitch-only podcast. If you have questions about Twitch, we're here. Dude, I just, I've been so, like, hyped about it, been yeah, so it's excited. Fun. And um, so I hit affiliate... Um, three days ago, four days ago, whatever. Um, And so yesterday I spent all day messing with the channel points, messing with, uh, I finally set up OBS. Nice. I uh, got like all those alerts. So I just spent the whole day and it took me like, four or five hours you can get lost in it dude even when i was doing like the graphics for my about section Mm -hmm. that was probably a cumulative like two to three hours like making the graphics uploading it putting in the right place like you can get pretty lost in it it's and it's fun to do but um yeah i just i've ultimately been so obsessed with it and learning about like just all the inner workings of it yeah it's 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 been a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and um the reason why I'm talking about it in technology is I've never seen such a platform where there's such a variety of things available on it. Yeah. You can click on it, and it's mostly for games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, if you do the just chatting, just talking, you see people like, you know, I have this one guy I follow, Young Games, and he does every Saturday, he'll do a live, uh, uh, I guess, treasure hunt is what I'll call it. And he goes to different yard sales and finds things and records the whole thing. That's cool. It's like a 10-hour stream because he's just like, that's his job. That's what he does normally. Oh, okay. Hits the yard sales and resells things. That's sick. Um, So, yeah, it's a really smart way to just show off things that people are doing and you can watch and get a view on people's lives. So I present you with the question, Brett. Should we make a Keep Up Twitch channel and live stream our, our sessions? That's not a bad idea. You know, this is this is more of like just an open question to you guys listening too. Is it would you guys watch a Twitch channel of us doing live streams or should we just do it on our own pages? So um, yeah, that was one thought I had was like, should we live stream because you had talked about live streaming a food challenge, yes. which I think would be cool. Yeah. And I'm wondering like, do we do it, we use our own channels for that? It might be better because it probably is not as smart to spread um, the people around, you know, as far as like, um, it would be better for us and it would help our channels too. So it's like, right. That's my thought. It's weird because like, I, I have a hard time with that because I do like the idea of like a keep up Twitch channel. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. But then like you said, are we just spreading things too thin? And 
we had talked for so long. I mean, we still we have like graphics and stuff like that ready for a gaming channel yep. that we never we never did, and mm-hmm. I don't know what that will be now. But I have been having a lot of fun with Twitch streaming, and it kind of works out because we can stream together, but we're not always streaming together, which right. was our concern initially when we were talking about. It's funny because we talked about doing Twitch like three years ago, yeah. like whenever Cheddar Fingers was first a conversation. Yep, and now it's like. It's kind of funny to think we could have been streaming all this time, but neither of us set up our own Twitch account. We right. just were like, well, I don't know how to do it together. Mm-hmm. But if we do it through our own, and that's a thing, because I, uh, to your point, I really like the variety of it. And mm-hmm. I've thought a lot about like different ways to use my channel. When I initially started it, as is recorded in our podcasts, it's like, I'm going to just do horror games. Yeah. But then like the more I played with Twitch, I had the same experience you did where I was like, man, there's just so much you can do. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's one of those platforms with like a lot of, um, uh, what's the word I would use? It's kind of like how we've talked about podcasting. Like if you hear a mistake in a podcast or whatever, it's yeah. not a big deal. Right. Because it's just the platform has allowed that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The audience, it's forgiving, I guess is the word I would use. Yep. And where Twitch is for live streaming, there's even more like people will drop in and be like, oh, what do you do? This What's this guy doing? He's just hanging out? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll hang out for a minute. Drop a little thing in the chat. Maybe you maybe you stay. Maybe you don't. Yep. But it kind of makes you a little bit more free to like do whatever. Right. Which I think is why I like the idea of us live streaming some of our stuff because like that's kind of how we operate anyways. For sure. And it's just like, I feel like it's so easy just to turn on the camera because I think, you know, like even just this podcast, like people tune in, they could watch the whole podcast without, you know, without having to wait till it gets edited and all that stuff. And it's kind of a cool incentive. And I don't think like, we're so used to having the camera on us at this point, as far as like, in this specific scenario. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it wouldn't really change much other than maybe we'll look at comments if people are uh, yeah. commenting and stuff. But um, I don't know. It's just something that came to mind because, like I said, I've been so like into it recently. And now that I hit affiliate, I'm like, what else can I do? What are some cool yeah. things we can do? And and then I thought about channel points and how we could have like, you know, people pay for a, a food challenge or something like uh, with yeah. uh, donations. There's just like a ton of different avenues we could take. That but, would be cool. I mean, I would be totally into that because we have explored different live avenues, I mm-hmm. think Twitch might be the best one yeah. to do. Um, and, and OBS will let you do live through Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. Like, you can do it all at the same sick. time. Granted, you have to pay some money for sure. to be able to do it, but, you know, we have the technology to be able to do it, I think. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, we should figure out how we want to do it, because I would love to do that. And maybe a Keep Up channel is the right way to go. Um, and then we could take... Yeah, we'll have to talk about it. Yeah. Because there's a few few different concepts running through my brain now. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to hear from you guys, too. Like Tim said, if you guys are interested in that, uh, if you have any ideas on how it would work best or how you'd prefer it to be done, we definitely want to hear from you, too. Yeah, because I, I always like the idea of uh, behind the scenes. And then we would have like hours and hours of behind the scenes content that right. if people are interested of our process of, you know, I don't think it's anything great. Like nothing spectacular. We're just like two guys <laughs> hanging out. We're like, hey, that's a good idea. Let's hey, do it. Yeah. But I think we'll, we even make jokes to each other while we're doing it. So yeah, I think a lot of people would just like want to hang out and yeah, and watch us be dumb. I know. I wish. I kind of wish we were streaming some of the lost podcasts we've had. Oh, that, like that would be the best. I know. Remember that one? That one was so weird. All the alien noises. Oh, oh. I'm trying to think of one strange. right now, but I can't think of the noises. Blingy. Yeah, it was kind of like that, yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably. 
Um, but yeah, that's all I had on Twitch. I just, uh, uh, this is my excuse that I have nothing to talk about because I've just been so obsessed. You know, I played a variety of games. I played Condemned for a couple hours. I played, um, oh, Getting Over It. I saw a little clip of that. That God, was real weird. I, that game. I only played it strictly for the for the memes, for the jokes. You yeah. know, it's just a dumb because it, it came out in 2017. I want to say okay, and it was huge. Everyone played it on Twitch. Everyone did let's plays, all that stuff because yeah. it was just so dumb and difficult. <laughs> and so I played it, and yeah. uh, you know, the few people that showed up at my stream, they were excited. They were like, "You got to play it some more." And yeah. I was like, "No." Well, I, I watched a <laughs> clip that you posted on your Instagram, and that was definitely. Uh, I was like, I would watch the stream for sure. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, about the variety of it is sometimes you're you find out about a ridiculous game, so you go to watch someone play it. Sometimes you want to watch a new game that came out. Sometimes you just like the personality. So mm-hmm. there are all these different reasons that people watch streams, and I think that's kind of what's fun to navigate. Yeah. Um, so I, I I like that aspect of it a lot, and I have seen you on there more, and it's cool. Your chats are bumping, like you have, um, you got a bunch of followers uh, from when you first started at the beginning of the week, I think. Yeah, which pushed you over affiliate pretty quick, mm-hmm. and I know you got those hours in. So. I got those hours. <laughs> yeah, my my biggest issue with affiliate was the days. I was I hit everything, and then on my because se- you had to record seven different days, mm. se- seven unique days, and so on my seventh unique day, nothing happened. It didn't count. It didn't change, and I was like. Huh. That's weird. So then the following day, I did a quick one-hour stream just to see if I could, because I didn't plan on streaming that day, but I was like, okay, maybe I just need one more day. So I did it, and then right after, I got affiliate. So Sick. Yeah, I don't know why that day didn't count. But I don't know. I mean, I got mine when it said I my average was like 2.9 viewers. And they were like, you know what? Just have it. Yeah, Here you go. I don't know why. <laughs> it, my viewership's been worse ever since, but oh. uh, technically, technically, I got affiliate, but you know. That's, have you done it yet? Have you done the process? Uh, I started. I just didn't put in the, like all the my tax info and yeah. stuff like that. But um, I haven't played with the points or anything like that. Yeah, um, it's, the points are my favorite yesterday. Yeah. So um, right now I have a hot sauce shot where I'll take a shot of, I'm going to buy a specific hot sauce that <laughs> hopefully won't kill me, but also a good spice. Yeah. You know, so um, people can spend points for that. I have... Um, pick my game for the next stream uh like tier list uh i have a few like uh props and stuff so if you click that i'll become a different character for a little bit so that's awesome just goofy ideas and um you know i'm still figuring that out um but i i'm excited because so so today which won't matter you guys because podcast comes out like two weeks from now or whatever (laughs) but today will be my first my first post affiliate stream yeah and i spent all day yesterday trying to figure out if i could stream my playstation to my computer and all that stuff and yeah. i finally figured it out oh sick so i'll be able to have those like follower updates and all that stuff pop up man that's playing. so cool so i'm excited to see how it works out because yeah. it's i haven't done like i haven't done it yet so, yeah yeah um it'll be a test but hopefully i won't talk about twitch as much on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is just i've just been excited and like a full week of streaming i've just been really into it so yeah man it's cool it's fun um you guys should definitely check out tim's twitch channel it's collection revolution you can find him on instagram too oh, gee. Um, and then oh, we gee. got brett over here brett in the dark yeah playing resident evil and slay away camp yeah we'll talk about those later we well, will one of them one of them yeah yeah uh that's it that's all i got in technology all right i gotta go into tv real quick television television all right i got two things in tv one plus one equals two Those... let's hear it <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tim, for that. <laughs> Math, read one eighty. <laughs> Was there a theme song yep. when you went to read one eighty? Every, every single time you turned really? on the computer, it'd be like, "Make it happen, turn it around, one eighty. 
I can't believe you remember that. Dude, it is ingrained. It is like, imagine. Wow. Okay, I was going to make a joke, but it's not a good joke. Okay. It's camps where you're forced to do things for a long time. That's the end of the joke. <laughs> Let's move well, on, Well, since Brett. it's so encrypted, no one will ever be able to no. unlock the implication of it's, that joke. It's, it's you have to have brains. Speaking of brains. Read 180, baby. <laughs> That's actually not a good transition. Um, I, of I, I've been watching uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're on season four. And uh, yeah. I just want... Okay, first of all, yeah. you take that back right away. Buffy the... Yeah. Aren't there no. only five seasons? Or uh, six? Seven, I believe. Okay, I was way off. Yeah, way off. Well, the last two seasons don't even count. Why? Because she's dead. Wow, spoiler spoilers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fake spoilers. It's fake spoilers. Um, so I brought it up because one of the episodes we watched recently was called Hush, mm-hmm. and it is probably the creepiest episode I've seen of that show. It's funny, I have heard about this episode like on multiple really? occasions. Yeah. It's it's and it's notorious for being like really scary. It is very, very unsettling. Mm-hmm. And it's because the monster design and concept is like one of the coolest I've ever seen in a show. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And uh, so the the concept of the episode is that everyone in the town loses their voice. Right. Which is um, terrifying to begin with. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because like it, it would it would cause some mayhem, right? But yeah. like the day after it happens, you see like cars crashed into like fire hydrants and people crying and running across the street. And it's like, I don't know if that happens in a day, like maybe people crying and yeah, you know, you see shops being closed and stuff and that makes sense. And it, it's like, uh, it's being marked as a pandemic cause it only happened in this one, uh, town. Yep. So I get that like people freaking out and being uncomfortable because nobody can talk all of a sudden that seems right. weird. So mm-hmm. people think it's a sickness. But I don't know why people are crashing their cars into right, buildings and like, stuff like it's that. It's not like the apocalypse. Yeah, where it's not like, like, oh, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> so upset. <laughs> but that is the typical like end of the world. Like, yes, something, just, something's going wrong. Right. They're painting the apocalyptic picture. Why? I don't know. And, and that, that part of it was just funny. It was just like a quick chuckle. But they were painting that picture. There's no cops around or anything, which like I don't know why nobody can talk. And now there's no the, police. No they police quit. or anything. Yeah, they're just, just like, we done. can't do this. Um, but... Uh, definitely not the point of the story. The point is the the um, it's basically based on this like fairy tale mm-hmm. in in this episode, and uh, these characters called the gentlemen show up, and they're they are these terrifying looking, uh, like bald, tall, really tall, thin, bald men in suits Mm -hmm. and they they're always smiling and they have like these metal looking teeth and they're also if i remember like a like a silvery kind of looking let me let me pull so what are they slender man or something Uh, they're kind of slender man-esque yeah um and they don't oh what a a giant spider just ripped across your your floor i don't see it i mean sprinted where i think it's hanging out behind your gamecube right now oh it was a big guy. Great. Like, I saw it out of my periphery. Dude, once I saw the salamander, nothing scares me anymore. Here, so I'm going to just show you what the gentlemen look like. So some of them have Ooh. these, like, um, these strangely, like, uh, I, I want to say, like, dysmorphed, but that's not, I don't know if that's a word. Dysmorphed. Their mouths are, like, misshapen, I guess. Yeah, like, looking disfigured. For. But, stuff. yeah, disfigured. Uh, if you swipe t- on that one, too, there's one of them, like, floating. Oh. Yeah, like this guy. So, um, the other thing that's, that's cool about them. So, yeah. So the makeup's crazy, right? Yeah. And then, uh, they don't walk, they float. 
Oh. So they're, they're, they hover just above the ground. And then when they run around, uh, they have these little assistants that follow them. And they're just, um, let me see if I can find a picture of them. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but oh, you can kind of see them in the background here. But they're these uh, creatures that basically run on all fours. They're mm-hmm. not creatures, they're people in straight jackets, and they run on all fours behind them. So the gentlemen are very like, they're hovering and they're like, they're, it, they always look like they're conducting a business meeting. Okay. So they'll do something, and, they, and what they do is they, um, they steal everyone's voices so nobody can scream. Mm-hmm. And then they hunt down people um, and they, uh, they, they need seven hearts. So they, they have their little straitjacket friends hold them down while they cut out their heart. Jeez. And they can't scream. So it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It was like, and it's such a good episode. It's, mm-hmm. it's probably one of my favorite episodes. And clearly that must be like a, a popular opinion if you've heard of it before. Yeah. Um, but Plus on top of that, I mean the whole episode <laughs> I imagine is super quiet other than like music and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of really big things happen too. Mm-hmm. So it's all just like, you're just seeing it on people's faces. You're just seeing them try to communicate certain things. There are a couple really, really funny scenes because um, you know, Buffy and the gang will be together and they're trying to communicate things, but nobody can talk. And right. They're drawing pictures and like, it's very, very funny. It's a great, great episode. Um, and it's cool watching it because I feel like going into it, I didn't really know. I wasn't expecting anything any different because mm-hmm. we're just going through all the seasons. Right. So it's just like, oh, what's the next episode? Yeah. And I, I mean, I just love the show in general and I'm super enjoying going through it all. Uh, but this was definitely one of the best Buffy episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. It's and, really good. And I mean, everything I've heard about it, people love it. People... You know, talk about how impressive the episode is just overall because, yeah. like, you know, how do you convey an episode of show where of a show where where no one's talking? Sure, like it's all you're just watching a whole an hour long miming performance. Yeah, you know? I know. Um, so it, it's fascinating and it's funny. Anything that has hush in the title is really cool. That's funny. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. Like, I read it and I was like, I say I wasn't expecting anything, but mm-hmm. I was kind of like. Uh, I mean, is this going to be awesome? Because it's yeah. called Hush. Hush. Is this any in any way Batman related? You know, you got Batman Hush, which I think is a very good story. So good. And they've had a movie based off of it. You know, mm-hmm. it. and I don't know. I, I can't think of anything else with Hush. Oh, there's the movie, right? Isn't there a movie called Hush? Is that? Oh, the the like uh, the one where the lady's deaf and the guy's sitting outside, like creeping on her. I think you're right. Hang on, let me check. Because that's a really good movie it's great. too. Yes. Oh, yes. Dude, the Hush. Damn. The Hush universe. The Hush. The Hushiverse. The Hushiverse. <laughs> so stupid. That sounds pretty But dumb. yeah, I, and as far as horror movie goes, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought that one was well done. So that's it. That, that confirms it. If something is called Hush. Immediately eat it. There was something else that eat it. I don't know. There's something else. I, th- uh, I was streaming the other day and we were talking about Something that when it when it's titled this thing, it's always good. Hush. It wasn't hush. Uh, resident. It was not resident. Evil. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to sit here within. and try to think of it because I'm resident think evil. Of it. The Among Us. Uh, that's all I got. I don't know if I ever think of it. Yeah, you guys will hear about it here. Slayaway Camp Friday the Thirteenth. No, trying to think of things you no, were doing. I mean, on it's the not stream. a franchise. It was like a title. It was like Hush. Yeah, that, like when something is called this, it's usually good. oh, it's got to have the in it. That was it. That was it. The other thing I watched. <laughs> uh, this has been sitting in my Netflix. Yep. One more time. You ready? Let's <laughs> 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 This is my Netflix. 
This has been sitting in my Netflix queue for a hot minute. And it's a television show? Television show. All right, let me hear it. The show is called... Oh, sorry, too early. Do it again. Slasher. Sucks. There it is. (laughs) Um... I've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I've never watched it. Well, I watched the first episode. I don't remember if I talked about it after I watched uh, yeah, the first episode. Yeah, I don't episode. remember anything about this. So um, it's it's always been in my queue because I really liked the setup of the season. Slasher. It's three seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one is named after the uh, killer in question of okay. the season. So I finished the first season. It's eight episodes. Uh, it's called The Executioner. Oh. Okay. So... Uh, I had talked previously about how much I enjoyed the Scream TV series. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Seasons one and two were amazing. Three was okay. It's not bad. Um, but one and two are where it's at. Mm-hmm. And I really, really loved the um, the mystery of it. Like you, the sort of the bones of the show are are this slasher movie, right? Mm-hmm. But really, once the killings start happening. It's uncovering who and why and all that stuff is really the intrigue and who yeah. can you trust. So Slasher is almost exactly the same thing. Okay. Um, I did really enjoy it, but the ending of it was a little bit less satisfying to me than Scream. For some reason, I can't figure out if it's the way that they did the reveal or... Did you know it was coming, so it wasn't shocking? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I there's there's like a moment where you start to suspect someone, mm-hmm. and I believe it was second to last episode. Okay. Um, and I was like, huh, I didn't know. So basically, what happens is they, and this happens in in uh, the Scream show as well. But you know, there's the overarching, like the main person you're concerned with, like the main killer, right? right. But then as you're unraveling and and digging digging holes to figure out who the suspect is. You're you're now unraveling new mysteries about other people mm-hmm. in the town, you know, and stuff like that. So then you kind of think, then your 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 focus shifts on this different uh, antagonist, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it it kind of goes back and forth, which is good. It's well done, and and it's the story's heavy, and it's uh, the first episode is like so violent, like way more violent than I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure you'd love. Yes. Um, and Scream too. like obviously, you know, they, they, put, they put focus on the how are we going to kill these people. Um, and it was, it was really good. Overall, it was super enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Two things about the show. One, yep. this show, and it's not a ton of them, but across eight episodes, I think has more line delivery flubs than I've seen in any other show. I, rarely do I ever seen, uh, see uh, line flubs in any show. And here, it's a mixture of two things. So uh, the the uh, lead in this series is she's Irish. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize until a few episodes in, but she start, she there's a couple scenes where her accent is just, it just comes out. Mm-hmm. And in the show, she's just, she's American. She doesn't have oh. any accent at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she has just a standard American way of talking. Yeah. And then like in a scene in, I think it's like the fifth episode, she just completely has her accent. <laughs> and I rewound it like three times. Yeah. And I was like... Uh, how did they not reshoot this? Like she sounds like a different character. What? It's so weird. I, I feel like they should have just stuck with her accent. Like they should have started off with Honestly, the accent. So okay, it was so it was so off mm-hmm. that I was like, because she does have. I say she has like a you know a standard American accent, but which even that's I, people in the country have different accents, obviously. But like yeah, but there's like the American style. Yeah, you know of what I mean. Speaking just, English. Yeah, exactly, and um. 
it was so off from how she had sounded to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. That I was I was like, does she have an accent through this whole thing? And I just didn't notice it until she said these certain words with a really strong accent. Because while it is like, while I didn't really think of it, she does say a couple of words like a little bit differently. Like she'll mm-hmm. drag out a vowel or something like that. But I just yeah. thought it was the way that she talked, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so like Cam. Yeah. There's a character named Cam and she says Cam. So it just sounded oh. a little bit like maybe Canadian or yeah. ma- maybe something like that. So mm-hmm. I sort of attributed it to that. Um, like maybe it's, it's you know, the region that she's from or whatever. Yeah. But then when sorry. she... But the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but then in this particular scene, I was like, has she had an accent this whole time? And I just like... It just wasn't registering, but no, like I went back and she just sounds super Irish in this one segment. So strange. That's super weird. And then there are, now I say the most, but there are probably only two or three, but percentage wise, Mm -hmm. it's a lot in eight episodes where people say, like they'll start one word. Okay, so the the most glaring issue was there's uh there's these two cops having an argument Mm -hmm. and um, the higher ranking officer goes he goes go home go home <laughs> like you know when you accidentally say the wrong right right where yeah letter? shoot it again just do that part again i imagine what they were thinking is that it's me. like a natural right that right. that he was in the heat of the moment sure. and he just said it but at the same time, it definitely takes away from the power because you're too busy laughing at like the go. Home. Well, and me, like, I think this is like an OCD tendency I have. But if I miss anything or if I think I saw something, but I'm not 100 percent sure, I always have to go back and watch it again. Yeah. So I rewound that part like three times. Like, did he just say go home? <laughs> and he did like it. And I was like, OK, that's weird. And there were at least one or two other instances. One of the instances was. I think I think the actress started her lines wrong, Mm -hmm. but just rolled with it. Mm -hmm. And it's a really tense situation, so it kind of works. Okay. So... I th- I think the line is something like I have to disagree, but she's she's like tied up and she's like I don't I I have to disagree and she kind of stumbles and I'm yeah. like that might have been a mess up a mess up but it sounds fine because right. it's a tense situation but there was at least one one or two other ones where they did that thing where they started one word mm-hmm. and then but then adjusted it real quick yeah and I was like why would you leave so many of those in I don't know it seemed weird and it's not enough it what's weird about that too is like you only notice it because. It's not perfect. Right. Which should add to the reality of the show. Mm -hmm. But certain things like that don't because you still, there's still a part of you that expects a scene to be cleanly delivered unless Mm -hmm. I guess it depends on like the type of movie it is because if you're dealing with like a movie that's almost all improv or something like that. Right. Then there's a little bit more, like it's a little bit more genuine when someone screws up. Mm -hmm. But in this, I guess... Maybe it's just a mental thing. You're processing all these perfectly delivered, like scripted scenes. Right. And then all of a sudden goes sudden someone goes, Go home. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a word. I don't It's like this isn't right. Nobody this isn't wrote my that. perfect show. Yeah. So th- that was weird. Like it happened enough times where I was like, why did they not just like retake these? Yeah. It didn't overall like take away from the experience. I would mm-hmm. still recommend it if you enjoy something like this, like yeah. a like a murder mystery kind of vibe. Um, it's really cool. And and the reveal is is good. But here's a question I have, and I don't know if you experienced this, but I had, and this has happened to me before more recently, which, which brings me to my question. I don't know if I'm getting, okay. I don't know if shows are exploring antagonists more deeply now Mm -hmm. 
in general or if I'm just change, my perspectives are changing. Mm-hmm. But I felt legitimately bad for the antagonist once it was revealed at the end of the show. I felt more... I felt sad for the the person. I think it depends on how the story presents it. If the killer is someone who like can't control it or is in a bad situation yeah. or they have a sad story with it, yeah, then maybe you could feel for mm-hmm. the the villain. Um, and that that's more prominent today as far as like certain forms of media and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there was a Disney movie. Um, where it was like specifically like the villain ended up being like good or like you felt really bad. I want to say it's Moana, but like I don't think that's the case. But anyways, um, there are I don't know why I think it's Moana. Maybe Maui. Moana, like Maui, like he seems kind of like a bad guy because he like takes the boat and stuff. Yeah, uh, you can tell he's. I don't. Yeah, I feel like you got to be thinking of something different. Yeah, though. there's got to be something different. I don't know what it is, but that's just what came to my head mm. initially. Um, but uh, or maybe. It was like the good guy. A- anyways, long story <laughs> short, um, yeah, I think I think it's more media, uh, at least in my opinion, that it's focusing yeah. more on the villains and humanizing them a lot more, right? Which, you know, which I think I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably a whole discussion in and of itself, but yeah. I think there's more reality to the multi-layered, quote unquote, bad guy mm-hmm. than just like that's a bad person. Because I don't think that's what life is like typically, you know. Right. Um, and obviously, these are like extreme situations. This is a, this is a town where multiple murder. Like, there's a serial killer, mm-hmm. and and you feel bad for the serial killer. The, yeah, because they start, you know, because the All whole right. thing is the why. Mm-hmm. Like, what? That's a big thing. The yeah. Whole, obviously, and these things, like, what's the motivation? Mm-hmm. And it's when you know they build it to a point where you're like, am I going to get the full motivation? Am I going to understand it by the end? Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think it it felt like the end of the show was supposed to feel like this big like justified um reaction to the discovery of who the killer is mm-hmm. and I just kind of felt bad and I was like I don't know if that's the emotion they intended on me leaving with mm-hmm. but I find that a lot where I'm like man I I actually kind of feel bad for this person which is not to condone all the murders. Right? <laughs> but like, but like, man, when you see this particular motivation, it mm-hmm. bummed me out. I, I was think that's like, a sign of like a good tragic character. One that like you very, that's perfect. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it was where um, it's just like, it's unfortunate they're in this situation and yeah, they did a bunch of bad things, but you can't help but feel uh, sad for them yeah. because it's just like, you know, maybe they could have got help. Maybe there's, you know, there's some more to it that we need, but it's just, maybe it's not as satisfying. Right. They're just, they've always been a tragic character. Yeah. No, that's, a, that's a, the exact word I would use. Um, it, it's a, and I guess that's a strong ending and mm-hmm. maybe that was their intention, but I felt so at odds with it. Cause I was like, I don't really love the way this is playing out. And I, because it's because I feel bad for the villain. Right. Um, one really cool dynamic about this show and it, it comes up, uh, it's the first thing that happens in the show. Mm-hmm. A murder happens. Yep. And uh, there's a child that survives the attack. Mm-hmm. And that child grows up and is later like trying to figure out what's going on with the copycat murders. Mm-hmm. And the way that she tries to figure out the murders is by listening to sonic music.
I imagine that would have helped, mm-hmm. but somehow they didn't use Sonic music in this series. That's a shame. But she contacts the murderer of the, like, of her, I forget how I even started explaining it, so I'm trying not to give anything away, <laughs> but the original murderer. Yes. Sorry, I don't guess I'm still waking up. No, it's okay. The original murderer and visits him in prison mm-hmm. to like work with him to try to figure out who the current murderer the is. The copycat. Is. The copycat, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's a really cool dynamic throughout, mm-hmm. and there are things revealed there and stuff. And, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's called Slasher. It's called Slasher. The wow. seasons are oddly set up in... Um, like Netflix. Mm-hmm. No, it's just because like the first season is the one I watched called The Executioner, but yeah. it's at the bottom. I think Netflix does that now. The yeah, newer they do seasons the, are at the top. The backwards like <laughs> system and stuff. I don't like that. I don't either. You know, and, and certain things and even worse is when sometimes you click like Goosebumps, I think, did it and it starts at like season three. Yeah. But, they, but they have it as like part one or yeah, it's like weird. they'll even say season one, but it's season three. It's like they, I don't know, they have their own system. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But since we're talking about Netflix, Netflix. Did you see the, uh, it was on IGN that I saw it, but um, the article talking about how Netflix shows uh, more than 80% of them will be canceled uh, before season three. Um, generally, whoa, uh, they, so, uh, Netflix, they, I guess they had like an interview or a conversation about Netflix and basically Netflix doesn't see the value in having shows go longer than three seasons. Um, hmm. Generally, I guess the plan is what they do is they throw out the first season, and if it's really well received, they'll do a second season, and then um, depending on how the second season goes, they'll either axe it there or um, uh, you know go for a season three. But a lot of shows, unless they're stupidly popular, it's just not profitable. Really? Um, so most shows, and there's been a lot that have been killed after the first season. Yeah. You know this this uh, I don't have the list right now, but they were like there was like eight or nine different shows that were axed on Netflix after the first season. And That's crazy. Big budget shows. They were all like doing very good, um, but not good enough for Netflix standard. And well, the OA was a big one. They right. Canceled after season two. And yep. It, that was picking up a lot of steam. I felt like. And I always I look at the the uh, Marvel Netflix stuff. Um, yeah. Because all that I think all of them ended at season three. Some of them didn't even get. The third season. No, yeah. Uh, I think Daredevil had four, maybe. That's weird. I can't remember. I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I think it was three. Yeah, but um, you know, they said one of the biggest like catastrophes, the biggest hits was Marco Polo. And they said that um What's that? I don't even know what that is. It was like one of Netflix's biggest uh premiere uh shows when they started doing originals. Okay. It was like Orange is New Black, Marco Polo, Daredevil, like that type of stuff. Uh and uh, oh, Altered Carbon was one of the ones people were like, I can't believe they got rid of this. They oh, that's not that. I didn't realize that was canceled. Yeah, and like I three of Daredevil. Uh three of Daredevil, okay. Um so yeah, uh Marco Polo, because it ended on a huge cliffhanger and there was a lot of story beats that just <sighs> never got finished. Dude. And so people everyone's scared to watch stuff on Netflix now because if they're not willing to uh, do multiple seasons, yeah, it, it it freaks everybody out. And I mean, we've seen it year after year, cancel, cancel, cancel. And I mean, nothing was more shocking than the Marvel stuff. Yeah, you know, no, that, it, I was that didn't make any sense. No, to me. it came out of nowhere. We got yeah. a defender show. We got all of it. And they're like, nah, it's over. And so a lot of people have been weary. And since then, you know, uh they've just come out and they're like, we're making so many shows that it's not profitable to have like more than four that are more that are more than three seasons. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I I can't imagine how expensive it is to keep the shows that they have running, running. Yeah, Um, because I mean, every time I go on Netflix, there's at least like six or seven shows that I've never heard of that they're like, hey, it's a Netflix exclusive, and they do zero promotion. And movies, Yeah, like so much stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that makes sense to me. I guess the one thing I would... 
the one thing that bums me out is like, I wish they would have some sort of system where they can be like, this is going to be your last season. Or I guess like the writers, anybody who's involved in a season two of anything on Netflix should be prepared to create an ending that could go either way. Even season one, there's a lot of shows that get axed after the first season. Yeah, that's I would say even more so than two seasons. Probably. Yeah. You know, um, at least with two, you have the odds of the returning audience. Right. Wow. Uh, so it's super fascinating yeah. just to see, like, and it's true. I mean, if you look at any show, it's the only ones that have gone past three seasons. Orange is New Black, that had like six or seven. Mm-hmm. And that was always a moneymaker for them. Yeah. That's all I can think of, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Stranger Things is on right. four. Yep. But, and I, that probably just barely made it. I know. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like they're being open about their process, which I think is cool. They're mm-hmm. not just axing shows just to be like, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, to stay afloat, you, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta make the tough calls. You gotta ask the hard hitting questions. <laughs> it's not stupid questions this time. <laughs> um, but you know, I wonder what that means on the other side of things. Like, are people going to be more willing to go to Netflix, knowing that like they might axe their show after a season? Well, is yeah. it worth getting that single season out, or is it like more worth to try like the CW or other things to get mm. multiple seasons? Yeah, I mean, I, I if don't. That's your intention, I guess. Right. I don't see anyone de- like declining a contract with Netflix over it, right? Because you're always going to go in with the hope that like you'll be the one that that pulls a big enough audience. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a lot though. It's, I mean, there's so many. I mean. You it, said it every time I log on, you know, or uh oh. <gasps> Bless you, child. Oh, thanks. I think I scared the spider away. Uh, there's always new shows in there. Always. And it's just how did they? How do they even produce this much? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, so it's just interesting to read that article because it's like it's true, and like, is it worth watching any show if like there's this looming fear of cancellation? Because yeah. nothing makes me more mad than watching a series and then it ending on a cliffhanger and they don't have another season. That does suck. I don't have that fear though. Like I do hate the unresolved cliffhanger, Mm -hmm. but I'm also okay with watching as much as there is. Yeah. It's gotta be really good for me. Sure. You know, I more often than not, I will, I will look up, not the ending, but I will look up to see if it, it if it ended cleanly or not. And oh, I, really? I will avoid a series if it doesn't end clearly. Interesting. Cleanly. Um, I even fear if spoilers it, too much to look anything up about. Yeah, it. generally I I'm lucky with that. Um, I don't think I've ever been spoiled too yeah. bad. But um, yeah, because like for instance, Marco Polo, I was interested in it. Now knowing that it ends like with a bunch of questions unanswered, not gonna watch it. Yeah, I don't think I will. You know, and it, it's a shame, but at the same time, you know, it's. I can't get invested if there's no ending. And yeah, you know, there's well, that's fair. There's there's definitely other things that I've watched that are just over and I'm like, oh, there's no ending to that. But yeah. whatever. It's in the back of my mind. I forget yeah. about it. But um yeah, so I don't know. Just be careful what you're watching on Netflix because it could be gone in an instant. Be careful. Be careful. Speaking of being careful, yeah. Let's go into video games. Video games. Video games. Games. All right, Tim, I need your help with something. Okay, I am um, here to help the Game Master. Remember, I'm number one, you're number, number one. two. Know, Little Tim. baby wham wham. My know, name's Tim. Brett, and I can't play games, All but right. I'm Tim, and I'm here, and I'm not lame. Let's go. What do you need help with? My brother, my bro, <laughs> my bro Cephas, my brother from another mother. Same one. We got the same mother, brother right. from another father. <laughs> we, got, we got the skills, and I'm here to thrill. Let the bang and the bing like the chicken and the eggs. Let's do it. 
what, what do you need help with, Brett? I thought you were going to say chicken in the wing. It would have rhymed in your scheme there. Yeah, but I don't But that's have... the thing. You keep us guessing, too. Right. I got no system of a down. <sighs> All right. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Again with the curveballs. So, Thanks. Uh, real quick, I finished yep. Carry On the other day. Oh, yes. Loved that game. I thought the ending was amazing. It was perfect. It's the perfect ending. Loved it. Uh, yeah, I was very excited. So great. Are you going to 100% it, or did you? I am three achievements away from 100%ing it. That, I, that was my only problem with the game, yeah. is the map is very... Difficult to traverse. It's tough. It's I I literally had to watch a YouTube video on how to get back to a certain level because yeah. it was very uh there just wasn't a map. Maybe it's updated since, but there is no map. No, I mean um, at least just, when I played. Yeah, you just kind of roll around. But other than that, the game was super spectacular. Yeah. And I'm with you. The ending I was like so good. That's perfect. Yeah, and I honestly I don't know. I, I'm not gonna go back and hundred percent it right away, just because yeah. I have so much stuff on my plate. And mm-hmm. I felt it felt like a pretty complete experience. There's just a few things I didn't do, but yeah, overall, I mean honestly, one hundred percenting it, nothing changes. You get yeah. the same ending, you get um you just get like a cool upgrade. Really. Yeah. Oh, really? What's the upgrade? I'm not telling you. You got to get it. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, So when I finished that game, uh, I was like, what am I going to start next? Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of Resident Evil 2, but I wanted to start something a a little bit different, um, not quite as intense because I only had a little bit of time to play. Mm -hmm. So I started uh, one of the first games with gold of this month, Mm -hmm. uh, which was Slay Away Camp. Which, if you guys uh, remember, we made fun of, Mm -hmm. um, or not made fun of, I said it looks kind of dumb. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Maybe I still stand by it. I haven't played it yet. Okay. So, so here's a, uh, I'm getting to my dilemma that mm-hmm. I need your help with. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's no answer to this mm-hmm. and that uh, I am screwed. Okay. But here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, game is super fun. I love it personally. Um, we talked about it before. I had downloaded a game uh, that was a Friday the 13th puzzle game. Um, very similar, cartoony. I think, I meant to look this up before, but I think the... Friday the 13th mobile actually came out after Slay Away Camp because Slay Away Camp originally came out on Steam in like 2017, I want to okay. say. Okay, so it's pretty um, old. Yeah. Um, and I only say that because I liked uh, like the graphics better of the, the mobile game, which I think I had mentioned before. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I really enjoy this. It's it's super fun. It's just a... Um, I don't know if there's a name for the type of puzzle game it is. Uh, maybe like an isometric puzzle game. Okay. Like, yeah, I was going to say like a grid. Like, you can only move left, right, up and down. Yep. Um, you have it's to... almost like a slide puzzle. Like, you know how yeah. you have those... Yeah. You know, it's like a 3D, but you like play as characters. And it, but it's like a variation on the yeah, slide Yeah, you have to get things out of the way to mm-hmm. get to your victims and all this stuff. And uh, you play as a killer named Skullface. And then um, as you go through... What's cool is every segment is set up uh, in different movies. Mm -hmm. So the backdrop of the game is an old video store and the shelf has all the movies. So there's Slay Away Camp 1 through, I think it's 8 is what I found. Or no, it goes up to... Slay Away Camp X or 10 because mm. it's Slay Away Camp in Space or something like that. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's really, really, really funny. Has a lot of heart. I um, do like the humor from, from yes. watching you play. I do really enjoy the tongue in cheek, the references. It's it's very good. Humor. Yeah. And that's that's really fun and enjoyable. And it is exactly what I wanted when I started it. You can pick it up and play a couple scenes real quick mm-hmm. and and put it down, pick it right back up where you left off. So the other day, I got pretty far in the game. Mm-hmm. I was on the, I believe it was the sixth movie. So I'd okay. gone through, and each each movie has at least 12 scenes. Some of them have 15, 16. So 
I was on, uh, I think, the sixth movie, which was like Bloodbath Beach or something. You play as a <laughs> shark monster. And it's cool. You go through, you unlock different monsters, different kills. There's like a mystery box that you can unlock. Um, when you first use the mystery box, you get an achievement called Child's Play. So <laughs> there's just all these like references. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, and then as you're uh, going through the Slayaway Camp movies, you then also unlock... Um, different like there's a christmas one and um you unlock krampus and there's like all these different um things and i didn't play any of the secondary movies yet so uh because i had gotten pretty far in the game i opened the pause menu and i noticed there were a bunch of different menus unlocked that i hadn't seen before and i was Mm -hmm. like oh sick so i i went down and uh there's there's a checkbox, I think, that says sliders or something like that. And when you check it, a bunch more menus show up. Mm-hmm. So you can slide up the gore. You can change what you're... So at the end of every uh, map, you have to get to an exit. And it starts off as a pentagram. But you can change it to like a cat and like oh. a happy face <laughs> and like a dungeon and magic. And you can change it to all different things. Yeah. So like, oh, that's cool. Um, you can change a couple different things. There's a slot to enter a killer code. I don't know what that is. I didn't mm. look it up. I don't know what you can do with that. Maybe it unlocks characters like... Yeah. or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I was going through the whole list and just checking off everything to see what I unlocked. Yeah. And the very last checkbox uh-huh. says, I think it says reset, mm-hmm. right? Just reset. So I checked the checkbox because I was just curious and I was like, it's not going to do anything without me like confirming it. So I clicked the checkbox. It said reset. Once you Once the checkbox is clicked, to the right of the, the reset, it says uh, reset progress. And I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. So I pressed a button to uncheck the box, and it erased everything I had done. <sighs> Completely removed everything. That and brought me back to the title screen. So my thought is, when you click the box, there must have been some confirmation there. And it was like, are you sure you want to reset data? And when you pressed A to uncheck the box, you just confirmed that you were erasing the so, data. Right. That's so my thought. Anyways. I think you're right. I think you check the box yep. and that's like, yes. And then it says reset data. When you select that, yep. you're doing it. Dude, that is so obnoxious. So frustrating. Yeah. Right. And and let me add that if you're going through all these options and you have a button at the, po- uh, at the bottom called reset, mm-hmm. I would 100% think it's just reset everything to default. It would, See, it would reset. That makes sense to me. And mm-hmm. I don't, to be honest, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have clicked it at all because I didn't want to mess with any of the settings. Yeah. I shouldn't have done it. I was curious because I unlocked all this stuff. Well, that's the other thing that was weird to me is like, I unlocked the option to remove everything I'd done. Right. Like, why is it? It's, of course, as as a player, as anybody, they're going to click it because, I mean, you. it should be blatantly obvious yeah. that reset progress, it should say reset game data. This reset will progress. erase everything. You will not. You'll right. lose all your progress. And they should like give that. you a warning because, of course, you're going to press it. And I can't, I can't think of many games that in the options it has like reset progress. Right. It's not very common. And even when it's there, it's plainly written as this will delete your data. Do not click this right. unless you want to restart. Right. Like mine, it was literally pressed A again, brought me back to the title screen. Everything was gone. That's ridiculous. So I'm like, I was, I was so mad. Yeah, I was like, okay, this imagine. sucks. But that's as much of the story as you've heard, right? Right. It gets worse. Oh. So I'm like, you know what? I went through all the puzzles. I know how the game works now. 
because they introduce all these new mechanics throughout where like now you can't go here now you can knock these things over mm-hmm. like it, you know it, it progresses and changes. it's hard though because it's not like a game where you know what's going on like they're puzzles and yeah. some of them you just i imagine like me you'll solve the puzzle I'm not sure not sure how you did it 100 percent. i had a couple of those so when like, you go what? through again you're like I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I was like, you know what? Whatever. I plan to sit down and play this game anyways. I'll just, I'll start going through, oh. see how far I can get. Right. <laughs> so I got through the first like three movies yeah. pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I only have a few more to go. Whatever. I'll just keep banging it out. So <laughs> then, um, you know, I stopped playing for a little while last night before I went to bed. Um, I, I turned it on for a little bit. The kids went to bed and I was like, oh, I'll just do, like I said, you can do a couple of maps real quick and just yeah. kick them out. So I was like, I'll just do it when I'm hanging out, drinking my coffee, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go through. Last night, fell asleep. I got pretty far. I only had one more movie to do um, before I was at the point where I had erased everything. Yeah. Right. I woke up this morning at like 3.30 um, and I went downstairs to get a drink and I just couldn't go back to sleep. I don't so know why. So you've been up? No, I went back to sleep after. Okay, good. But I woke up at like 3.30 and I was like, whatever, I'm just going to chill and like, I'll, I'll see if I can just catch up to where I was. And yeah. This happens to me occasionally. I'll wake up at odd hours. I'll stay up for an hour, get completely exhausted, and then I'll pass out. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll knock this out for a little bit. So I got through that last movie before I was at my point. Yeah. I got there. I'm like, sick. I'm, I'm back here. This is awesome. So I play the first level of the movie that I was on. Yep. Right? I kill everybody on the map, and then I get to the exit, and it freezes. Okay. And I can tell, I'm like waiting for it, because I'm like, maybe it'll just jump ahead. And it's like, the music is playing, and then it goes, yeah. so I was like, all right, it's frozen, frozen. Gotta quit. Right? So I quit out the game. Yep. I have not been able to get back into the game since. If I'm signed into my profile, Mm -hmm. and I click... When you open the the game initially, it just says press any button. Yeah. It will freeze, and then it shuts down. I tried it three or four times Mm -hmm. this morning before I just went back to bed. Yeah. Right? Then I woke up. I tried it again. Mm -hmm. Kept shutting down. Restart the Xbox. Kept shutting down. Hard reset? Hard reset. Okay. Uninstalled the game. Yep. Reinstalled it. Tried to sign in. Won't let me in. That's... I sign into a different profile. Yep. It lets me in, no problem. So... So it's my save data. Oh, so no. So I guarantee you... It got corrupted? That I guarantee you that I, I hit... Because it's an autosave yeah. every time you beat a level. So I probably hit that exit. Mm-hmm. It froze in the midst of saving. And now when it's trying to open back up into the game... But you can't even get into the game? It won't even let me into the game. That is so bizarre. So... The only other thing I haven't tried is opening it on a different console, which yep. is why I asked this morning if you had it downloaded. Yeah, so you can see because so when you start the game, so it'll let you start the game and then it'll grab your save from the cloud. Yeah, um, which uh, you know you will have the option to cancel it, mm-hmm. um, which I imagine you don't want to do because it'll. I don't. So that's the thing. The only so. There are two things, I guess. I haven't yeah. tried it on another console, and I haven't deleted my save data yet. I'm almost 100% sure if I delete my save data, it'll, it'll let work. me back in, and that, I'm going to have to play the whole thing over again. That would be beyond ridiculous. I would quit the game. I, I wouldn't. <sighs> Dude, I get it to be so determined, and I've lost my data in games before. I know you have. Uh, you Dude, know. Gorn. Gorn. You know, I did think about going back to it the See? other day, though. I, I know, but that's the thing. I need the break. I needed so, the break. And now, here's the only other thing I can think of. If I can't get in, Rachel challenged me recently to be more positive. Right. How's that been going, by the way? It's up and down. It's back and it's forth. Right. Yeah. Like, when you're talking about Twitch, 
I'm stoked you're having so much fun with it. It just makes me sad sometimes. I, 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 <laughs> part of me, I felt really bad because I did have a good push, and I was like, I hope Brett's not like Tim. You suck. No, 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 no. Not. Don't misunderstand. No, I don't. But, I don't want to inhibit anyone else's experience. Right. But when I get on Twitch, I get bummed out, which is part. I have this whole. I wish we had like our second podcast going, so we could just talk about stuff like this. What's our second podcast? I don't know. Just something about like life. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about doing like a backup podcast for like maybe uh, adding it to a Patreon or something like that. Not a backup podcast, an extra, like a bonus episode. Where it's like there's no focus on like entertainment and stuff. It's just us and feelings, I guess. Well, like emotions. (laughs) Emotions. Well, more like our processes and things like that. Because like I like with Twitch lately, there are certain things about it that I was getting too hung up on. And Mm -hmm. I realized it was affecting how I play video games. And Mm -hmm. it's so annoying to me because I'm very aware of it. And the monetization of everything has ruined like hobbies sometimes. Yeah. Um, Largely for me, like you're you have a good way of just like having fun with things. I have a terrible way of getting way into things. And then when it's not like what I expect, Mm -hmm. it's it like bums me out. But anyways, that. That's for, that's that's for, a, for, different, the, that's a, for a Patreon <laughs> podcast. Uh, but she was like, you know, challenging me to being more positive. So I was thinking, okay, how do I put a positive spin on having to play this stupid game <laughs> a third time? So the only thing I can think of is if we can't get in, maybe there's a way like you and I could co-stream it. Oh. And it's only like, it would probably take us a maximum of two hours to get yeah. back to my point. Dude, I have no problem playing that stupid game. See, and I think it would be, we would laugh at it yep. and it would be fun. And you get, um, and, and the other positive spin, and my thought is if anything ever fails in my life, mm-hmm. podcast story. Podcast story. I always, that's true, that's you can true. always make it a podcast story and there's value in it. 100%. You know, yeah, even, even if everything goes wrong, it's like someone will like to listen to our pain. You know, the same thing with your adventure time struggle. Oh, Oh my god! That was a great saga that was for the unbelievable, podcast, dude. You yeah. Know? So uh, you know, I'll have an update on this one next week. But yeah. uh, I don't. As of right now, it looks like I'm going to have to play this game a third time, which is beyond ridiculous. And I will say, there, when I was replaying it yesterday, it was still fun. Like I was still enjoying it. Man, if you're still having fun with it, then I mean, there's nothing that can stop you. It's just like I'm already mentally battling the fact that. People think video games are a complete waste of time, mm-hmm. let alone playing the same like goofball puzzle game three times you through. Know? But it's all it's it's you get a satisfaction through it that other people would get through like watching sports. It's like yeah, when guess. you watch someone play sports, you're watching the same thing over that's and over true. again. Yeah, that's true. You know, ideally there hot are take. There, that's a hot I know, take. I know. I got I got I got all these <laughs> controversial opinions. But like I mean you can look at anything like that. Oh hundred percent. Yeah. And that's absolutely anything's true. a waste of time. But if you're having fun with it and you get joy on top of like the satisfaction of completing it, I gotta complete you'll probably it. be the only person on the planet who beats that game. <laughs> so you know <laughs> and, and they and, you know, they keep trying to stop you, but you're like, nah, you won't stop me. Slay away camp. The, nope. I mean, the only other fear I have is it crashing again. Yeah. If it does it a third time, I, I think that's it. the point I'd have to call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the only other like anomaly this time is when I erased all my data, mm-hmm. I was on whatever I said, fifth or sixth movie, right? Yep. It brought me back to just the first movie, mm-hmm. but it kept the one that I was on. So that felt like a weird glitch to begin with. That, yeah. It deleted everything in between. So you had movie one and movie and, six. Right, which you have to progress to get right to. Right there, I, I probably would have deleted my data. I probably should have. I was just hoping... 
because it's, something weird would happen. Like I would beat the first one and all the other ones would populate or something. Right, right. It would just be like, it would load it back yeah. again. So if you clicked on, did you click on the, I didn't. you didn't. And then once you got there, you clicked it, beat the first level. And that's when it locked up. And is that where you originally lost your data? So no, I was actually probably six or seven scenes into it. Okay. So it wasn't even that level in particular. Like yeah. I, I wasn't technically as far as I was initially, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if because it kept that, like something weird happens. That's somewhere. super bizarre. Yeah. And that's the only reason that makes me think like if I play from beginning to end, if mm-hmm. I never hit that stupid reset button, yep. I would have probably beaten it this it morning. Yeah. It would have been done. But, but here, you are. here we are. So, yeah, I, you know, we'll I, test it out after this. We'll thing. have to test it. Um, but yeah, I thought it, if nothing else, it was a funny story of a cursed game yeah. on Halloween. Of course. <laughs> Costume Quest is out today. Today? Yep. Oh, I can't wait to download it. I, that's the other thing. I'm I'm really enjoying the uh, the releases this month. Yeah. Like, um, Slay Away Camp was a fun... I think part of what I liked about it is it didn't add, like, a whole new campaign to my, right. like, my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just something fun I could jump in and play on the side, you know? Yeah. Because I am... I'm loving Resident Evil, mm-hmm. but that's, like, you know, I got to have hours, like, to sit down and go through it. Yeah. Um, you got so lost the other day in Resident Evil, huh? Dude, so <laughs> lost! I was so glad you showed up, because yep. I was like... What am I doing here? I don't understand. It was so stupid. And I went through, I should have killed all those dogs. I You didn't have the ammo though. You had three bullets. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I basically um in, in the game I unlocked a bunch of stuff and all I had to do, like literally doors. Like I unlocked a bunch of doors. Mm-hmm. And all I had to do was go down like take a right down a hallway and I, it would have brought me to where I was supposed to be. I played the game for an hour, just <laughs> running around in circles in different <laughs> like, places, back and forth. And then I looked at my map and I was like, Oh, there a door is. that's completely unlocked. <laughs> so crazy. No, I, dude, I can't tell you the number of times, especially in Resident Evil. I know. Games, it where definitely you like happens. In the, retrace yeah. your steps over and over, and you're like, what if I have? I missed a door. Have I missed I, whatever? I, I will say, restarting that game is one of the best decisions I made. Dude, it, it's funny that we both have done it through that. Uh, yeah. Because I, <laughs> it's, so, it's so relieving because once you have that knowledge, like save your ammo, and once you know what's coming, mm-hmm. it makes a playthrough so much better. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I won't uh, I won't get as lost next time. Yeah. I should have looked at my map as soon as I unlocked everything. That's uh, tough. I shouldn't have uh, reset my data on Slayaway Camp. You know, you keep doing things. Keep doing things. I have one game to talk about. Yeah, is it that weird simulator you were talking about? Oh, yeah, I forgot I was going to talk about that. Yeah, I'll talk about that. So, okay. <laughs> no, I have another game after that. So, the Colonel Sanders Dating Simulator. Can't believe it's a thing. Have you heard anything about it? No. So, this came out, I think, last year, maybe the year before. Uh, it's free to play. Yeah, it's obviously a gigantic ad for Kentucky Fried Chicken, um, but it's a two to three hour experience where you <laughs> go to uh, so you play as uh, uh, a female culinary student, okay, and you go to the school and yeah. the it's it's very self aware. I mean, they make so many dumb references to okay. like KFC and all this stuff. You have to play the game just to just just for the jokes alone. I'm with it so far. But the premise is you play as this girl and you're you're attending a three day culinary school. Okay. You get your degree in the culinary arts and uh, you know you are going through the days and trying to seduce Colonel Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On top, and that's it. Just Colonel Sanders. And then there's a, a crazy cast of other characters. And is stuff. this put out by Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yes. Yeah. It was it was a game designed by whoever that it was a KFC fully, fully funded. They back it. They're like, this is us, but it's so like, it's so ridiculous. Seduce Colonel Sanders. On top of that, they talk about how like succulent his, his chest hair is. And it's like, they will just go 
above and beyond. That is so weird. It's so weird, but it's so fun. Yeah. It's so stupid. All right, that sounds great. So You like, fight like a spork monster. You fight? You, I, dude, I can't even explain to you the magic of this game. But, so, um, Ashley, what you know, she's a streamer. She's a good friend of mine. And we, she had this ridiculous idea that we get a bunch of people and we all voice characters and it's a whole performance. So she streamed us reading the lines and we performed. Amazing. So I technically starred in the game. Right. I played two characters. I played the talking teacher dog <laughs> named Sprinkles and then one of the villains, Van Van. Of course. And so I did the uh, the Patrick Stewart voice for, yes. <laughs> for the dog. For Sprinkles? For Sprinkles. Heck yeah. And then my villain voice was just like a little deeper. It wasn't very good. How did I miss this stream? It, it, it was on her stream. So if, oh, you, yeah, if yeah. you weren't following her, you didn't see it. I do follow her. I don't um, think I... Yeah, she always goes really late. Um, but you're up late. I am, yeah. Um, 3 30 in the morning. But the game itself is it's free to play, it's on PC. Uh I highly suggest either playing it with friends or even by yourself. Because yeah. it's like it's just it's very simple. All you're doing is reading the text, and there's like a couple decisions you make throughout. You, okay. There's a good, a bad, and a secret ending. Um so we got <laughs> I can't the, believe it has multiple endings. Yeah, and we got the well, I guess there's the good. Oh no, the secret ending is the very good ending. So the very good ending. Yeah, the very the true ending. Um, but the game itself was very uh, fun. You look concerned. No, nope, I'm okay. good. Yeah. You just didn't want the headphones anymore. Uh, yeah, it's breaking my head. <laughs> breaking your head? Yeah. Are they too tight? They're slowly crushing my brain. Oh, your skull. We don't need We got the good wires. So, so. what is that? Just uh, Steam? You got that on Steam? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, so, yeah, give it a shot. It's super dumb, super fun. Dude, fast food places are like out well, of control. Wendy's mixtape. And... Wendy's also had a, uh, I don't know, I think it was a strategy game. <laughs> or maybe it was another visual novel, but Wendy's also had a game come out. And Sneak King. And Sneak King. Classic. Oh. They were the first. They were the first. I feel like they, they were the trailblazer. Well, McDonald's technically. Wasn't there like an NES game, like a McDonald's NES yeah, game? Yeah, and, and even before, well, no, it was probably the NES game was before that, but they had PC games and stuff. Wow. Um, so yeah, McDonald's, of course, ahead on, of course, the, on the trend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Colonel Sanders dating sim. I think that's it's like, crazy. I think it's like, I love you, Colonel Sanders dating sim. I think that's the name of it. But. I, wow. What a world we live in. Uh, yeah. If you, we should try it at some point and play a visual novel where we just voice everybody. The, oh yeah. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. We be did fun. that for the Resident Evil Gaiden <laughs> playthrough. <laughs> I forgot about that. That where, was fun. I think who were you were Barry or Leon? I think I was Barry. So then I was Leon. Maybe you were Barry. I think I remember I was I did a southern accent and I think I did it for Leon. <laughs> I, think, I think we did something ridiculous yeah, where that sounds right. And then other characters popped up, but it's so fun adding voices to characters and stuff. We never finished that game, huh? Oh, don't. That was a nightmare. And the save's gone. We'd have to restart it from the beginning. For real? Yeah. What'd you do with it? It's the Ouya. Oh. Uh, I I mean the save might still be around. I just I don't know. It I doesn't matter. There was no beating it with what we had. Yeah. It was the same thing like like oh with Code Veronica got to the end with nothing, and it's just a knife Code in Veronica. the boss. Oh, anyways, the other game I was going to talk about was Crash Four. I finished yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you finished it. Meh. Yeah. So the problem with the game. Yeah. And honestly, it's a great game. Yeah. It's it looks great. Yeah. Plays great. Smells great. Sounds great. Tastes everything. Great. It's a great, great eight out of ten. Easy. That's pretty good. My experience. Yeah. 
I was just not having a great time. Interesting. I think consistently, anytime something really fun happened, I would say minutes later, I got to a frustrating bit. Oh. Um, I got to, um, it wasn't necessarily, it was boring. It was mostly frustration. Yeah. And I got to the point because usually when I play crash games, uh, you know, I like, I like the completion aspect of it. I like getting all yeah. the boxes and all that stuff. And it, I think I got most more frustrated because I was unable to uh, 100% the levels, not necessarily on my first time through, but I felt like I never had a fair chance to 100% the levels. Okay, yeah. Um, like, I think no matter what, no matter what I did, I would always miss a box or two. And that is due to the design where uh, I think in pretty much every level, there's a couple boxes that um, are either off screen or you could easily miss or, uh, you know, some kind of variation of the two. That's kind of frustrating. Compared yeah. to the first, the, the first three games, the boxes were always a platforming challenge. It was not something that you could get tricked or you couldn't find. Mm. It, they were always just like, oh, there's a box over there. Let me see if I can platform to it. Yeah. It, so the challenge was... It was a skill-based challenge. Now it's a puzzle, like a, a investigative environment challenge. Which, like, in a platformer, you don't want to do because investigating typically ends up in a couple of deaths. For sure. And that's that was my other big issue with the game is I felt like I had to consistently die to make progress in either a difficult puzzle or to find out if there were boxes over to the left or not. Yeah, and, like, that's not enjoyable. No, and, and I, think, I think that's where a lot of my pain, my struggles came in, is because uh, the, first, the first three crashes, at least, I was able to not get 100% of the boxes, but I never felt like I was like, oh, I missed that box because I didn't know it was there. Yeah, I right. just missed it because I sucked. And I was like, ah, I'll skip it this time, do another playthrough. Sure. This one, constantly, I think, at least for... Yeah, even the first few levels, every one I missed a box, I had to look up where it was. And they're in the most BS, like, troll spots. Oh, that sucks. You know, and it, it just, it feels cheap. It feels yeah. like difficulty for the sake of being difficult. Uh, and on top of that, the game is the hardest one in the series. You and know? so what? Then you have to play through the, that entire level again. To get a single box. Nothing yeah. nothing is more frustrating than thinking you have every box and you get to the end, you're missing one. Yeah, that's a nightmare, and dude. It's, and it's constant. And the other, like, compared to all the other games, I just, I never hit that as much. Yeah, that sucks. So it really, it took away my fun because I like to play those games as, like, perfectionist as possible. Yeah. So halfway through, I was like, why even go for the boxes if I know I'm not going to get them all, you know? Yeah. Unless I have like a guide or I really comb through the levels but on top of that so you have to go through the whole game once mm -hmm. which is fun it's fine and then you have the inverted levels which are the levels flipped cool um, and they have like special like visual effects and stuff so right there you're going through the game twice yeah automatically um, you don't have to do the inverted levels, but obviously it's a part of the game. Sure, yeah. So then each level has their set of gems where you have to get all the boxes. You have to beat in less than three deaths yeah. uh, and find the hidden gem. Um, so you have to do that in both the normal level and inverted level. So that's four playthroughs. Oh, my gosh, at, dude. At minimum. Now, granted, you could potentially only do it in two if you were to get all the gems and everything on your first playthrough. Which, what are the odds? No way, unless you yeah. have a guide. And the inverted levels are pretty similar. Um, I think the only thing that changes on the inverted levels is the bonus levels are more difficult. Okay. Um, because they're flipped, they're reversed, so they're like they're just different, mm. you know. Um, but I think I don't think anything else changes other than, and then the visual effects. Some levels will be pitch black, and every time you take a step, it'll do like a sonar effect. Oh. Um, okay, but okay. the boxes, luckily enough, in most of the inverted levels, glow like a bright color, so they're not hard to find. Okay. Um, but the secret ones, if you don't see them, you don't see them. Still yeah. the same issue. So at minimum. 
assuming that you don't miss boxes or anything, four playthroughs, four playthroughs of levels, each one, you know? <sighs> uh, so that's a ton. That's a lot. That's, that's a too much. lot. Um, and so that enough is too much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Uh, so it's just it seems so daunting for a game that, on top of all that, the game itself is super tough. Yeah, you know, and and I just can't see myself going through these levels multiple times trying to get all these hard to find boxes or super cryptic puzzles. It just it doesn't feel as crash as crash could be. Sure. Um, granted, that being said, the game is still really good. Uh, and I think, you know, uh, a lot of fans really enjoy it. And I still, there are aspects I really love. I mean, uh, I think you saw it. There was that chase sequence where I was in the ball being chased by a truck and it was yeah. explosive. It was one of the best crash like levels ever. Yeah. And I really loved it. Um, but it's just, it was hard for me to enjoy it. Cause I think a lot of the joy, like my completionist in me killed my fun because I was like, I just can't do what I usually yeah, like to do. Yeah, just the experience kept getting like interrupted by the right. things you knew you weren't going to be able to complete. Yeah, because yeah. I always I always had the 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 hope or the belief that I could get all the boxes on my first playthrough. Mm. And once, uh, at least in the other games, but in this one, it's just not happening. Yeah. And, and, I, and that kills half the experience because I love getting all the boxes. But then I had no incentive to get them because I was like, I'm not, if I'm not going to get them all, it's hard for me to push myself to even go for them yeah. because a lot of them were just like, they risk your, your life. You know, there's no, I could take the straight path or I could go left and bounce on these boxes and, and then go on the straight path. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm not getting the boxes, I don't see a point in me pushing myself to do the, yeah. What's, things, why would you do that? You know? So, uh, I don't know. It, it's still fun. I just, maybe I'll have more fun through the inverted playthrough. I don't know. But So you haven't done that yet? No. Okay. No. So I just beat the main stuff, did all the missions um, yesterday. and Now, when you go through the inverted playthrough, are you starting with, like, boxes at zero every level again? Yes. Really? Yep. So it's not even like you could get them on the way back. You'd have right. to... Yeah, wow. every time you restart a level, it's a fresh, a fresh start. Ugh, so that's stressing me out just thinking about it. Yeah, because you and know I played Slayaway Camp fourteen <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brutal. It's you know uh, be prepared. And it's definitely like I I would suggest to play the other ones, but this one even even as a casual player, it's very tough. Yeah. You know? Um. Granted, you have unlimited lives in this one. You can choose retro mode, which lets you pick lives or lets you have lives. Um, which, which one did you do? Retro. Yeah. Um, and they give you lives. I mean, seriously, the first level, I had like 13 lives. <laughs> oh, nice. It's, they just throw them at you. So it's really, it's no point in doing it, to yeah. be honest. But um, it's just, if you feel like doing it, yeah, you can do it. But I don't know. It's It was just, I wasn't as, uh, I wasn't as satisfied as I was with other ones. It's kind of a bummer that like, you know, you never want your experience with a game to go from a high to steadily lower by the end, by the time you're done with it, you know, to be like, okay, well, I can't wait till I'm done with this. So I never have to play it again. Yeah, Like that's always kind of unfortunate. Yeah. And I'm definitely, I'm not at the like, never want to play again, but it's just like, it went from an eight out of 10 to like a six ish, you know? And it's just like, it wasn't as, and that's, that's mostly me. It's just the way I play experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that, uh, the it's a possibility to hundred percent these things. So if it's at a point where you're like, especially someone like you who has like so many other games you want to play, I think mm-hmm. that always plays a factor in like how much time do I actually want to spend on this thing? Yeah. And if you can see like how much time it's going to take mm-hmm. and that's a bummer, mm-hmm. like it definitely changes the experience. Yeah. You know, well, I don't have crash. Yeah. But I do have, Slay away camp. 
<laughs> uh, you know, Brett, and that's all we can ever ask for. <sighs> that's all we can ask for, Tim. That's it. I don't know. I guess that's that. Okay. You know? That's the end of the podcast? My shoulder's twitching. Oh. Twitch. Oh, I have. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitch. <laughs> I like I'm live Twitch. streaming. Dude, this is weird. Are you having a seizure? Feel it. Right, right here. That's the microphone on the way. Wait, it might have just stopped. Oh, I felt it for oh, a second. Right here. Just put your hand right here. Oh, you feel it? Is that your heart? I think I'm transforming. <laughs> oh, great. I'm what evolving. You, no. What are you turning into? A werewolf. A werewolf. A werewolf. A weefus. Oh, that actually made a sound <gasps> on the mic. That's weird. Tim, oh, whoops, it's that. Oh. What is this? Don't worry about it. Um, also, all the Spider-Mans are going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. What does that mean? You didn't hear about this? I don't think so. Really? Oh, well, I heard that like they're getting people to play roles of themselves from other Spider-Man movies. Like, like they got Jamie Foxx play Electro again. No, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are confirmed for the next Spider-Man movie. What do you mean confirmed? They're confirmed. I don't believe it. 100%, dude. I don't believe it. What'd you read it on? All right, I'll show you the article. Yeah. I'm going to wrap this up so I can show Tim. Because that's crazy. I know. Why would they? I wish I brought it up in our movie segment. I didn't realize you didn't know. No, I I can't even wrap my head around the logic behind making that movie. Unless. The multiverse. Yeah, I guess they're doing the Spider-Verse. 100%. Why so many Spider-Verse? Because it's going to be awesome. I'm stoked. But what does that mean for the future? Do you think it's going to be a one-off thing? I don't know. That's the thing I don't know. I'm also wondering. That's super cool. We haven't seen a live action Miles yet. I wonder if we're going to get one. If no. they're no, no. Why? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost. Oh no, I got Bingus. Uh, hey, listen. This is uh one thirty eight, which means it's probably the last episode before you'll ever our... hear. <laughs> yes, we're done. <laughs> so you'll never hear another episode of the Keep Up Podcast. We said it from the beginning. One hundred and thirty eight would be our last foray. We've always said that. Uh, before our October special. So special. We got um, a few. Yeah. Words. We got a few words from our sponsors. <laughs> from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a good... Uh, I have some suggestions that I haven't shared with you yet, so I should share with you so we can do them. Yeah. That's it. You got to share with them. I, yeah. I have some stuff um, from from people as well. So if you guys are uh, listening now, you can um, find us on um, Instagram uh-huh. at The Keep Up Podcast. You yes. can also find us uh, on YouTube. Uh, we're The Keep Up. And uh, Facebook, too, if you still use Facebook. And you can find our promo video, which is a Blair Witch parody. And you can comment your favorite video games or uh, movies or TV or books or whatever that Horror you think food. is scary. Yeah. Yeah, food. Scary foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a special, and maybe we'll do a giveaway, and I don't know, and Tim's going to do End Babble, and Tim, uh-huh. your theme is Chicken Nuggets on the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> the golden egg in the sky produces the brown wonders of love. When they descended upon the children, they wondered, Sir, what is these? Brown wonder. And the golden egg in the sky said, It is the nuggets. And the children go, Yes, sir. Thank you for the nuggets. And the children ate those chicken nuggets. And the golden egg in the sky cried because the nuggets were its babies. And it didn't expect the children to eat its babies. 
so I'll leave you with this. If the golden egg in the sky drops nuggets, eat them. Humans are meant to eat those nuggets, chicken or otherwise. Thank you. <laughs>